0: welcome back to try not to die i'm your dm your drake basher manservant noah parito and i'm here with our lone hero
1: lisa condemi aka gorgonzola on the run with erza and the shard keeping secrets and killing guards
0: mm, a classic a classic couplet right there excellent <laughs> well i mean first and foremost i just want to say to especially to our you know our, our diehards and tryhards happy new year happy new year uh, we are so blessed to be going on now two years and I think that this is actually going to be coming out based on our recording schedule several episodes after our first releases of the new year mm-hmm. I think but you know this is me from the past saying happy New year it's
1: great to be back with Zola
0: oh it's so, it's so great to be back um and we want to a special thank you of course to all of our Eldritch patrons and all of you listeners from day one and of course everyone who we've picked up along the way uh thank you guys for listening until this point we are on episode 59
1: holy hell 10 episodes from the perfect episode yes 10
0: episodes from the finale so (laughs) (laughs) we will not squander your support or time let's jump in with a new year a new me and a new recap last time Gorgonzola finished her Vegas-esque pub crawl through the dwarven city of Balderheim, her and her companion Erzarui Grabreiber taking a brief break in one of the penthouse suites of the tavern Gemulischkeit. The now-living Wildshard demanded they pull some pranks, so while Erza took a bath to calm down after such a strange, wild magic-fueled rage, the two snuck into the hallway to see what mischief they could cause. Unfortunately, upon entering the hallway, the pair saw the Omnimalum stooge Plebo Underpaddle, who coincidentally had the suite next to theirs. Coincidence. <laughs> after briefly hi- hiding from the Deep Gnome, they re-entered- It's funny how stories work, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> after briefly hiding from the Deep Gnome, they re-entered the hallway using illusory script to write a rude note on their enemy's door that could only be seen by him, the shard pushing themselves to cast Arcane Lock to keep them all inside. Entering back into the suite, Zola hid the shard and reconvened with Eretza, who had finished cleaning herself, Uh, and though she tried to hide it, Zola sensed that the pale dwarf was anxious, but when pressed, she was unwilling to admit on what was going on. Not wanting their arch nemesis and the anxieties of the recent wild magic imbued barbarian to kill their buzz, Zola rallied the group so they could head back to the main floor, have some food, and enter a drinking contest to cap off their earnings for the night. There, they ran into some dwarven nobles they had crushed in the axe throwing competition, Reinhardt Starkrog and his bachelor party. Given that this was his tavern and his family's, he couldn't simply let these newcomers usurp him in front of his buddies, so Reinhold joined the drinking contest, the group agreeing to bet not only the money that was required to enter, but also, if Zola and Ertzel won, Reinhold would have to admit Ertzel was a noble, and his drinking buddy. If they lost, Zola would have to be his butler, and Erzo would have officially have to give up on for trying to prove she was a noble. Literally, just like for <laughs> her life, Zola's whole life would be the new campaign would be try not to butler. Um, <laughs> a contract was signed, and soon the group were deep in their cups, dwarves passing out left and right as they worked their way towards surviving till midnight. About halfway through, they took a break, Ertz and Zola heading to the girls' room to sneakily drink their Guten Morgan After Potions to sober up before heading back into the second half of the contest. When they returned, it was clear that Reinhold had done the same, so the remaining competitors were evenly matched as they chugged their way to the finish line. Though it was close, our hero and her pale dwarf ally came out on top. Not only humiliating Reinhardt and his own family's spire, but ensuring Erza would have to deal with a heaping helping of political drama when she returned. Noticing an Omnimalum drow they had spotted earlier had followed them, the group bolted back upstairs to get their shit ready to go. When they did, they began to hear pounding on their door. The Omnimalum had finally cornered them, and the only possible exit was their window, which was a 60-foot drop to the stone streets below. Knowing it was their only shot, the party dove out, Erza casting Featherfall at the last moment so they could gracefully land. Spotting a drow looking down from high above, they realized their escape was far from over so they bolted towards the edge of the city where the stone chutes carved through the walls were shooting supplies to and from the various districts of the city. Hopping on the fast moving carts, the misfits shot through the crystalline caverns finally making it to the final district, the vault, which kept the city safe from the draconic hordes that threatened to invade. After casting Charm Person on a Dwarven member of the Golden Fist, the group bypassed the vast military presence there and uh, managed to escape down the main tunnel leading deeper into the Ouroboros Mountains. And that is where we are right now. Whew, that recap really just throws you through it. It really does. You are in the tunnels of the Dragon Lords. Gorgonzola, you, Erza Stilton, and the Shard, wiggling in your coat, make your way into this long cavern, the few pastel crystals giving off their dim glow in the darkness as you stealthily move forward. As you're now 30 to 60 feet from the massive bronze door that is preventing the caverns connecting to the city, you hear the sound of the resounding boom that echoes as they close, still kind (laughs) of popping up a little bit in fear, looking back towards them anxiously before you see his eyes widen greatly, um, and you hear Ertz go, This is normal! I do this all the time!
1: They close behind you, generally.
0: Uh, as you turn to say that, you see that she is surrounded in th- these rainbow-colored motes of light. They're kind of like spin and orbiting, like little tiny stars sparkling. The pale dwarf is subtly trying to like wave them away as if like you can't see them. Like you turn back and see, you see she's just like, this is normal. It's a protection spell. I, d- I meant to do it. Um, it's for just the to-
1: dark so I can see you.
0: Oh yes, actually, it's a, it's a light spell. You know the, the light spell. Why don't yes. you
1: share it on me too?
0: Light. <laughs> she just <laughs> like throws her arms out towards you um and you like the the motes move from her hands like in the sense that like as if she were pushing into jelly they kind of push away from her um and in that case they do kind of get close enough for you to see that they kind of like sparkle as if they're full of some sort of abjurative energy
1: can i put my finger out and kind of like poke one? Be like, hey buddy
0: you t- and it, like, sparks on your finger. It hurts a little bit. And she goes, oh, so sorry. It's my grandmama told me this spell. I still, you know, I don't cast it a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I just was casting it. Because obviously mm-hmm. it was so stressful that mm-hmm. want to have a little shield up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can give me an insight check if you would like. <laughs> sure. As you look at this panicked, blue-eyed dwarf looking into the middle. Yes, this is normal. Go. I dispel you now. <laughs> Waving her arms above her.
1: 16.
0: 16. She did not mean to cast this spell. It seems like, I would say it probably took you from from the moment you guys left those tunnels to leaving this entire, like, the vault district and heading down this tunnel. Um, you have, it's been like maybe three or so minutes from, like, you know, leaving those channels. Mm-hmm. You remember Ertzka going into a similar kind of frenzy while you guys were trying to navigate those tunnels in order to save you and her, she like went into some sort of like intense emotional state. And for some reason it connects this moment to that moment. You're like, she's kind of still in that strange, like tense state, anxious like, hy- like, vent- like hyperventilating a little bit, clearly anxious about this, did not mean to cast the spell. Something is going on. Erza is not in control of it.
1: Yeah. Um, Zola is, I think, going to kind of leave it because the doors have just closed behind her. And Zola's like, okay, I am on a trip with this person now, for no, better no. or for worse. So I'm not going to start off with the invasive questions because clearly she has not appreciated that in the past. So Zola's just going to go, hmm? Yeah, cool spell. I'm oh, um, So... Just sh- straight ahead. I mean, should we maybe like rest up a little bit, or
0: yeah, naturally it would make sense if we take a, a quick break. Um, there is actually um a small encampment about west of here that I can take you to, so we can stop there for the night. Um, and
1: a populated encampment? No,
0: just it's a small little enclave uh, carved into the stone. I I managed to find it in one of my travels, and I sort of converted it. It's it's almost like a um plane of air bnb if that makes sense i don't rent it out but it's like i it's furnished a little bit
1: that sounds really cool
0: thank you no um, charge right um yes but mostly actually it's included in the fee that you paid which by the right, way right. It, she puts a handout for 250 gold <laughs> <laughs> you look past her and see that the door is just settle into closing you are officially in this deal and have to pay to it here's
1: 250 and uh if i survive you get the other 250
0: perfect um she takes the gold you see her eyes kind of alight the moment you produce it um and she stows it in her bat her armony bag of holding she goes well if you're all set, we can head off now, unless you, there's anything you want to do before we get too far away from the gates.
1: No, sure. How how far is the enclave from here?
0: Mm, probably no more than an hour. Okay. You both begin to follow the slope for some time, walking down this long cavern. That is, I would say it's... I think I described it as 30 plus feet wide and like equally as tall, you know, kind of a a half moon shape um, as it slopes down deeper into the darkness. And as you go, there are fewer and fewer of those crystals that you've seen. Um, There are occasionally one or two or like a little vein of them pulsing through that gives a dull glow. But all in all, if it weren't for your dark vision, It would be near impossible to see down here.
1: While Erza is leading me and I'm kind of walking behind her, uh, could I try and cast detect thoughts on her? I'm not going to probe deeper. From my understanding of reading through detect thoughts Mm -hmm. is that they only find out if you try to do the the probe and make them do the wisdom saving throw, but I can read the surface thoughts without without them learning.
0: Correct. You are able to, just by casting it, you essentially get what's on her current what's mind. On her mind? Um, and as you kind of go along, you, um, for her, um, or I guess in a lot of ways... Detect Thoughts uses uses a component, I believe. Correct? You definitely have it. It's a copper piece, I want to say. Copper piece. Yeah. Yeah, So um, you take a copper piece and you kind of polish it in your finger as you look at her ahead of you, um, and you begin to like put out your consciousness on another level, kind of letting it reach forth, um, and you begin to hear like subtle whispers of hers as you get closer. She seems to be, first and foremost, definitely focused on guiding. You're, you know, she's like, okay, I'm um, up ahead, About I take 30 feet. Okay, I'm gonna take a left there, all right. And, you know, so she's like navigating, but every once in a while, there's a pop that's like, what's, is, what is going on? Um, Just like a, a, the occasional confusion Um, as you see, like she, it's, you know, I mean, thoughts are obviously very complex. You, when you think about something, there's a contextual sub thought that's going on there that you don't know. Which was essentially like her looking down at her hands and thinking, What is going on? obviously has the context thought behind it that's right. not totally hidden but not so Available obviously said. Me. But okay. you certainly do see like she's occasionally that thought of like what's going on? or like or like should I have not taken this job? Like those kind of things just flare up occasionally okay. with like the context of being something's going on behind this looming there. Okay. Um And, you know, of course, she doesn't take any notice, of course, um, uh, as the two of you continue down So
1: how many times do you think you've come through here, like in your life?
0: Well, um, I would say several dozen times, definitely. Um, Not everyone is seeking to go all the way to the other side of the mountains, of course. Some people are just, you know, looking to make some gold, or sometimes rich folk like to go off and, you know, kill a few dragonborn or draconic folk just to says as they did it so to speak Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm kind of the guy to bring them there Uh, so yeah she is admitting to you that she is the person who takes people out on big game hunts essentially (laughs) (laughs) interesting Um, but she you know she doesn't look proud of that aspect necessarily Mm -hmm. She, she takes a lot of excitement when she starts talking about being like Honestly, I would say, you know, maybe maybe two dozen. The vast majority have been, you know, just taking people to get the beautiful view of older runes, of dwarven runes. Um also, of course, it is always very fun to find some treasure, so um I, sometimes we get to do that. It's it's one of the better things I've been able to do. Sounds fun. Yeah, it's uh You know adventuring is a lot of fun and the stories you get to tell um, from them and the stories you get to make is half of the enjoyment of it. You guys plod on the tunnels split at a certain point you're no longer walking in this major central tunnel but down like a a little bit smaller one and then you see she cuts right and heads into this like claustrophobic tunnel that at your size you have to kind of duck and make yourself a little small in order to squeeze through um you push onward and onward nearing a full hour until she leads you to a small chamber that does not look like your final destination, you see that there are a number of small tunnels leading away from it, uh, and she leads you up to one that is like this polished kind of tunnel, and she goes, follow me. Um, she puts her hands on, and then just like like a water slide, just zoop, slides down.
1: I put Stilton down at first.
0: You pick up Stilton, and he's like,
1: <laughs> oh? Um, you put him there, <laughs>
0: Just echoing for a very long
1: time. I give them five seconds of clearance, like at a water park, <laughs> and then I go down.
0: The the shard grabs like the inside of your lapel and pulls you forward like you're some <laughs> sort of force, and you sh- slide forward on the slide, zipping around this claustrophobic tunnel um, that has clearly been like polished from use. It it allows you to slide and like you go up and over one time and you're <laughs> twisting around uh, until finally it empties out into this much larger space. Um, but I do need you to give me a dexterity saving throw as you f- f- fly into this.
1: Oh, two.
0: Two. Um, <laughs> so Erta like pops out into this cavern, which is a more naturally formed cavern with some stalactites and stalagmites. There is a dim glow from a few crystal clusters in here, um, creating these long shadows from the small stone formations. On the far side of the cavern, you see that there is a sort of like... Boulder that has been rolled in front of what you imagine might be another tunnel, but it, it's it's like it's a pretty sizable one. Definitely, you'd need a, f- a, a several several men to carry <laughs> such a boulder. Um, um, and you see, she stands there and she goes, "Here's the place." And she turns around and still goes, oh, yeah. and just she goes, "Oh jeez!" Yes. And just like lands <laughs> on her face. Uh, and then seconds later, you curl out and slam in and the three of you boom, 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 tumble into the ground <laughs> until you're both like lying next to each other still and like on his back.
1: We've done that a couple too many times.
0: Wow <laughs> eyes like spitting in his head. Um uh, wow uh, uh, well um we're sorry here. sorry no it's no, it's all good. Um she gets herself up, dusts herself off. What's foo
1: there? I point at the boulder.
0: Ah that is our next way. Sometimes oh. the tunnels um are a bit unpredictable. But I found this one that was a lot more stable um, many years ago, and it's a good guide as a starting point. Um, And so
1: you have it blocked off, or someone else blocked it off?
0: I have it blocked off. Okay. I think that, and she she looks at it. I certainly have been able to move that boulder. I think that together, it would be no problem for us, so.
1: Yeah, easy. I'm not worried about the boulder. Do I seem worried about the boulder?
0: No. Cause I can lift a boulder. <laughs> you're giving that intense teen energy that is just like, what? You think I can't do it? I'll go move it right now. I'll go move it, and she's just like, okay, yes, or, I believe you. I mean, that's why I said it in the first place. I think you could. But so eventually, she just goes, well, um, we can stay here for the night. Um, you know, set up camp and um, eat some food. And as soon as you're ready in the morning, we'll head back off, um, north.
1: Okay, sounds good. Should we, like roast some weenies or something is it safe to light a fire in here well um
0: i would say that lighting a fire indoors is not recommended so in a cave similar properties there's not a lot of channeling space for the smoke but if you have any sort of smaller sort of cantrips you can use or you know i i don't know i i'm just going to achieve pulls out a bag of uh what looks to be like you know like gorp and some tur- some jerky and something okay. like that. You know what I mean. I
1: pull out the summer sausage from Tataria. Ah, <laughs> uh,
0: it keeps you. <laughs> um, you take that out and you guys begin to share a meal. Um, after she kind of scarfs down a few bites, you see she pulls out a small crystal bead um, and she gets down on her knees, kind of near one of the corners, not too far from where the boulder is, but um, a little ways away. And you see that she begins to kind of like draw out some arcane sigils, and she does this. For about a minute before suddenly there is a flash and a solid dome. This co- like similar colored texture to the walls around you suddenly just appears before her and around her, completely obscuring her. Uh, there's a beat before suddenly she pops her head out. You're welcome to come in whatever you want.
1: Oh. It's like a tent.
0: Yeah, this is how I this is how we stay out here. It is um Let's just say it's a little dangerous to be camping out in the open even in a place as safe as my plane of Airbnb.
1: Sure. I'll come in. Um I actually I got to take a whiz, so just oh, yes. go anywhere on the rocks. Anywhere on the rocks there. is fine. I'll walk a few meters away.
0: Yes, that would be great. Um so just, just definitely not in the the dome. Never no, pee in I'm, the
1: dome. I'm not going to pee in the dome. And not
0: on the dome. I don't. I didn't assume you would but gonna I want to Not pee on track. top of the dome. Okay. Thank you. you know, I mean you never I always have to say you you know how they say if there's a rule, it's because someone made the rule have to exist. Someone I did it the first time. I appreciate
1: knowing the rules of your plane of Airbnb.
0: Of course. Um, she nods and slips back into the dome.
1: Okay, I am going to um, walk a couple of paces <laughs> away. <laughs> I'm going to give Marfin a ring on my sending stone. Marfin, I'm in the tunnels under Balderheim, headed north with a friend. Well, friend. <laughs> A couple things. Plebo following close behind with strange yellow stone. And then I will give another ring and say... Also, my armor's being weird. But that might just be growing pains. Also, please have Gorky remove the portal I accidentally left... At Hammered House,
0: you send that absolutely chaotic message. Um, of course, burying the lead once again. Um,
1: hey, I came in pretty close <laughs> pretty with pretty the, the did, stone. Was the most the important. The stone was part. the
0: most important part. But the also, portal hey, is a also little. Have
1: <laughs> gorky just go real quick. Just. just
0: scrub a quick portal for me, you mind if I? <laughs> you put out this message, and there is no response.
1: Marfin, you there? Nothing. I will call Smite.
0: Okay. What do you say to Smite?
1: Hey Smite. I just called Marfin, but didn't get a response. Strange coming from him. I'm okay, traveling north. Plebo not far behind. Strange stone.
0: You wait a moment. No response
1: service down here. Kill me. <laughs> you fucking
0: Slams asshole. the phone on the ground.
1: They're on a different <laughs> plane of existence. How the fuck does Sending Stone work?
0: Um, <laughs> sending Stone, you are, uh, give me an arcana check.
1: Okay.
0: This is actually definitely worth a roll
1: says, any distance, even to other planes of existence, with the Tarzan a different plane than you, there's a 5% chance that the message doesn't arrive. Maybe I can't get anything down here. (laughs) Maybe they're getting it, but I'm not getting the response. Oh, man. Oh, unless the Shard fucked with it. That would be so you to take away my
0: cell phone. Oh, that's, well, mom!
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you took away my cell phone Double. privileges.
0: It wouldn't be a teen's journey if you didn't lose your cell phone at some point. <laughs>
1: um, I got a nine. A nine. Yeah.
0: It's, I, I mean, you know, a nine means that you don't necessarily know what the fuck is happening. Okay. But I will say that Zola is like, this should work. So should barring work. the fact that... They are either on a different plane of existence or dead. I have no other like way to know of like what's actually going on here.
1: I'm gonna open up my jacket lapel a little bit and um, say hi to the shard. Hi. Sorry, that was a lot. We went hey. down a slide. Oh Did you like God, that? It was so awesome. You loved the slide? Yeah. I thought you
0: might. I love to do it again. Okay, we do it over time.
1: Uh probably there's gonna be more.
0: Oh, that's a promise. I imagine there be promise. that there's slides. I'm <laughs> sorry, there better be some fucking slides. I didn't
1: say I promise. But anyway, um, my phone isn't working correctly. Oh. Do you have anything to do with that, maybe? No. You didn't mess with it in my pocket? No. Can I do an inside check? Give me an inside check. I got a nine.
0: A nine. The shard is a ball of crystal fragments and therefore is a little bit difficult to read. So I think that...
1: (laughs) (laughs) I can't tell what what expression you have right now.
0: Oh, sorry. Sometimes I keep on letting my eyebrows just like float up. Uh, I got to keep them down. I keep forgetting where you guys keep them on your face. I'm
1: wondering if you're kind of like a magnet and I put you next to my credit card and you just, you know, screwed with the... Ooh, I wish I knew what a magnet was. Ooh,
0: that sounds cool though.
1: Alright. Well, um, have you ever been camping before?
0: No. This is my first time doing literally everything.
1: Well, we're gonna we're going to go in a tent and we're going to just go to sleep and okay. basically close our eyes mm-hmm. and not do anything for like eight hours.
0: That's you've shown me sleep before. I you know, it's not my bag, but I'll do it for you because you've shown me respect.
1: All right. Tomorrow should be fun.
0: OK. And good question. I mean, yeah, yeah. just look it like looks one one of the eyes drifts from the front of the face to the back and you see the other arm does the same. We're past, we're out of the city now, so can I, are we gonna meet your friend?
1: I've been thinking of introducing you, you know what, can I tell you something? Yes. Yeah. Is that I can't quite get a read on her, and I'm worried that she's, like, gonna be weird if I, like, bring another friend into the group.
0: Mm. do you want me to get a read on her and by the way you're of course back to the dome yeah um so you see the shard is kind of like is fully obscured by you is Mm. not visible but slowly begins to like kind of try and float up by you i I put
1: my hands and (laughs) lower him back down you know i i promise i'm gonna introduce you to her i i want to raise the subject and get like I want to gauge how chill she is. So, I don't want to introduce you to someone unchill.
0: Mm, so what you're saying is you're basically laying out the red carpet for my grand reveal. Yes. Okay. This is excitement. I do like that idea. I also really want to talk to her. Uh, uh, give me a persuasion check.
1: Okay. You want to talk to her. Is there any chance that you've been maybe... um fucking with her magic oh well
0: yes yes 13 13 the shard um again we have established that the dc for persuasion checks with the shard is lower thanks to your uh, the rapport you've built up over several (laughs) so the dc for this was 10 shard looks and goes all right i'll wait has to be soon um as for her magic I you know sometimes I just took a little suggestion from the audience you know what I mean It's
1: it's pretty cool it's pretty cool magic mm-hmm. but that that kind of shit can freak out someone. I like being given random magic, but sometimes when people just see lights around them, they don't know what it's from. It could kind of freak people out a little bit. Like, imagine if all of a sudden there was lights around. You would like that. Yeah. Never mind. If you
0: give someone a gift, it's a good thing.
1: You want to go back in my jacket?
0: What's in there? <laughs>
1: in the <laughs> snowy <laughs> parka.
0: Um, and you you shove the shard into your parka. Yeah. Um, it goes, okay, okay. Just like, you know, again, just give me a heads up. I'll, be, I'll do a little before I will give you a signal. Yes. You stuff it. Turn back in. Oh, um. Heck. You head to the dome. Um. You place a hand on it, and it is fully solid. Um, mm. like it, it is impenetrable. Um, you give a little mm. knock on it, and then you, as you like your hand hits it for the third knock, it goes through. Um, as it has now been made permeable for you.
1: Whoa. So you step, step on in. Step
0: on in, uh, and you find yourself in this 10-foot-wide dome. Um, its temperature is much more tolerable than like the, the weird heat that you have been dealing with outside. It is pretty plain in here. It looks semi-transparent, like you could basically see anything outside of it. You know that from the outside, it definitely did not look transparent, so this is a, a two-way glass scenario. And it occurs to you that you assume Meritza probably gave you some privacy because you said you were peeing, but it, you definitely had that whole interaction like 30 feet away, back turned towards, but definitely <laughs> standing there just like back towards the door. <laughs> <top>. I, <laughs>
1: probably, I probably went and like behind a rock or something <laughs> yeah.
0: at some point. Like, it definitely didn't look the illusion It of didn't pain. look too suspicious. Sorry
1: that took a while. He's uh, got so many layers on. i used to peeing outside in the winter. It's
0: totally okay. You definitely don't the, the details I do not need to know. Thank All you right. though. Um well, it wasn't uh, that
1: detailed.
0: <laughs> I was a little afraid that there was more, is the thing why I said that.
1: The, I'm, usually girls can kind of like, we can sympathize with each other about peeing outside because, you know, you got to pull down your pants all the way right. and then you have to tilt back, otherwise right. you get pee on your pants. It very a thing much we, makes sense, yeah. yes. It
0: was more that I thought you were going to say that you took so long because you were shitting. I just was like... No. <laughs> the two of you sit there in silence for a few first seconds. The, right. You know, the that's dwarven on me. food
1: has been hitting me, though. I'm not going to It's gonna heavy. Lie.
0: It's heavy food, it's even heavy. for us.
1: Um. Would you mind if I just worked on my homework for a little bit? I'm in college, if I didn't mention that.
0: Oh, yes, because you said you were on a school trip, basically. Oh, right, yes. <laughs> yes, so...
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have to do some homework, if that's okay. Mind if I... Maybe, you know, one of your little... Are little ball lights still out?
0: Uh, no, they okay. have since faded. Do you have um, any more of
1: those little ball lights? You could illuminate the...
0: Oh, yeah, I totally do. Because um, if not, I
1: have a little clip-on book light, but... Uh,
0: let me just... She's, like, patting her pockets. I love
1: to do my homework by the light of magic.
0: Uh, you know what? I just, um... Uh, oh actually i just i have this um and she um you see she like pulls out a small candle and casts prestidigitation to light it and goes ah you know um the Mozart, it's a po it's actually a very powerful spell I-, I don't know if i said that before uh I don't know if I said it was easy, but it's very powerful. So I just, all you know. guy right.
1: who's coming in with all the details yes, now. Yes,
0: uh, you know, details are my thing. Um, here's a candle. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, she does that, and you see, she nods to you, um, and she goes, I'm just going to start resting. Um, okay. If you need anything, let me no.
1: Did you go to college, Erdsa?
0: <laughs> no, no. I mean, I had, I, there was a time where I attempted to get some schooling from the Zabers, but things just didn't go well. So, I, school's not for me. I'm oh, yeah,
1: no. I don't believe active. that higher education is like a qualification of intelligence. Mm. I'm just trying to study a field that I don't personally have a lot of, you know, uh, resources otherwise
0: right, to learn yeah, I, about. Right, yeah. Sometimes it's the best method to do it, you know. Not everyone is geared for higher education, but if it gives you the tools, you should use it. Not for me, but good for you. Good for I'll you. I'll
1: pull out my um, my paper birds that I was given by Sir Cassandra.
0: Okay. Um, I will say that you were given... Enough to last you a significant amount of time, you know, Mm -hmm. um, because you didn't get to go to the school store. um, So I'll say that you at least have 10 paper birds.
1: I'm going to pull out one and start writing my first dream journal.
0: Uh,
1: (laughs) I am going to lie about everything. Okay. I will... um, I will write that I had a dream that there was a giant cow and that I was milking it and when the milk came out it was liquid fondue cheese um, and then the fondue cheese became wow. a magical river that I sailed down.
0: Wow. Wow.
1: And uh, then at the end, I'll just write some reflection and be like, "I think this is a uh, maybe representative of me leaving my home and exploring the world."
0: You take down those notes. You um, in the little dream journal she got you as well. You you answer the the questions that are like, "How did this make you feel?" Like, "What does this make <laughs> you look for?" Um, and um, you manage to complete this homework. Um, you take a moment once you finish writing the final word mm-hmm. you basically like do you want to give it the intention to fly
1: no not yet i'm gonna write them while i'm down here and then send them once i'm above
0: ground okay you the moment you finish writing it you essentially the paper is like like it's as if it primes so you can be like go but you hold it is gonna hold in that position so whenever you want to you can send cool. it
1: i'll put it in my bag all
0: right um, is there anything else you want to do before Ben?
1: No, I just want to you know keep up on them, not leave them all for the last minute. You know, when you have to do a journal for class, and then the day before it's due, you're just like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to make up some dreams.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna be writing my dreams the moment the teacher's walking towards me. I just know it. <laughs> um, yeah, you you finish writing up your journal. Um, you see, Erza is kind of finishing up with everything, putting all her things away. She's all packed up. Um, and the two of you can take a rest, unless there's something you want to do.
1: Yes, um, I will um, wait until Ertza is asleep. I'm going to pretend to sleep.
0: Okay. Uh, you don't have to roll a deception check for that. You know, you just okay. essentially this is a time game. You're just like whenever I hear right, I'm just Ertza wait snoring, for her to snore. Um, and then yeah.
1: when she does, I'm going to cast. Once again, Nistal's magic aura on the shard and make it appear as a non magical object to anyone who tries to divine or do any kind of you know I'm
0: sort uh, of identifying magic, magic mm. on it. Okay, yes, yeah, so um, that will be my
1: second day,
0: second day keeping track because as <laughs> I as I learned before recording today, if you do this enough, it becomes essentially you do like it every a, 30 days, thing.
1: the illusion lasts until it's dispelled without having to cast it every 24 oh, man. hours.
0: So you continue this practice having just learn the spell you have like a few of your spell books laid out they're using the kit the now very worn candle to. I'm right you up, no it's fine it's fine i'm all good <laughs> uh you see she just rolls over kind of like rubbing her eyes and goes such back a to teen bed. staying up till like 2 a.m <laughs> <laughs> homework. <laughs> so you stay up and you you finish your homework you cast this spell and then you take a long rest You arise the next air quotes morning (laughs) Um, because as you open your eyes after what feels probably like, you know, six to eight hours of sleep, um, you are again staring at the inside of this dull, dully colored dome um, similar to the stone around you. You see that the pastel crystal light has maintained the same amount. Um, You see Ertza um, is already getting up and packing her things once again. Um, Is there anything you want to do before you set off for the day?
1: No. Okay. I will just pack up my stuff, uh, share a little breakfast with Ertza and hit the road.
0: All right. Um, you guys share a little breakfast. uh, you know, goes... We just wanted to make sure, now that we are out of uh, Devolven territory, we have to keep an eye out for the chromatics. Now, this is... We are now in their territory.
1: Is there anything that uh, we should avoid? Like, it, are they attracted by sounds or yeah. magic or they just kind of roam freely?
0: They... Pretty much roam and raid freely. Okay. They they are under Anakar's control, but I mean things were things were are thankfully better since the addiction But it's kind of like they're on a constant crusade to steal as much wealth and spill as much dwarven blood as possible. So we just have to avoid them. They have they cannot be really reasoned with unless you have something valuable to give them.
1: Zola is kind of laughing a little bit in her mind that like. Artsa was like oh yeah i bring rich people through here we kill people we loot for treasure and now she's like oh yeah there's they sack and raid and they can't be reasoned with and they're awful (laughs) so it's like all right sounds real bad let's do it real real bad
0: (laughs) um you guys finish eating your meals you guys pack up and prepare um and you begin to walk through the tunnels
1: oh and you know what i will turn stilton into a bat
0: okay you that is such a funny (laughs) I just was about to start and I was like wait a minute it's a cave of course (laughs) Um, you take a moment in the morning like as you guys are like finishing up breakfast and packing up to cast uh, you know ritual cast find familiar um, and you summon forth Stilton once again as as the cat form sits in the circle first he gets the
1: wings and he, for a while but it gets stuck for a second and i'm like hold on just one second buddy
0: sketching out some quick quick formulas on the side and like retracing a few sigils and drawing a little like bat in the chalk i want you
1: to be comfortable in your environment you know i want you to feel at home
0: <laughs> just a mix of two noises um and after a bit there is a flash of uh, yellowish light and then you see a cow-patterned little bat
1: <laughs> fluttering
0: before you. He looks
1: different than all the other bats. <laughs> all the other bats are glaring from the ceiling.
0: <laughs> yeah, you see a bunch and he looks up almost like, you know, it's very a little similar seasonally appropriate, a little Rudolph s- scenario going on here. You see them all like, yeah, you're gonna play in the little bat games. <laughs> um, from their little position. Um, you guys get yourself all set. Erso goes, that's a very neat trick. Um, And you—he's got a lot of sides to him. I can tell, almost like a D (laughs) twenty. Huh? Huh? Everyone looks at camera. You walk for some time, hours of navigating twisting tunnels and climbing open crags. The tunnel rises for a bit, then dips, then rises again. You strain your tone muscles, flexing to follow up the stone as it curves and slopes, splitting in a few ways. Ertz pauses, scanning at times to kind of check the options before taking a tunnel to the right. You climb and climb for quite a bit until eventually the slope becomes more manageable. You're a bit hot, a bit sweaty, but the moment you take a turn in this tunnel, you feel a shocking breath of cold wind hits you. Um, this tunnel continues carving upward and curving for a bit, you following after so towards this colder air, the temperature dropping faster and faster, near freezing to the point in which you're thankful that you hadn't taken off all of your, your heavy winter clothes.
1: I uncrop my jacket.
0: Yeah, you, you uncrop the jacket. Um, I roll it down. Stitlin kind of um, flutters down and goes inside of your hood a little bit. Oh, so uh, <laughs> cute! Um, as you follow up this path, climbing Higher and higher until it opens up with a change of lighting, and you see that you are looking out into the outside world. It is probably nearing, you've walked for most of the day at this point. It's probably nearing sunset. So as you finally exit out, onto this cliffside you see that there is this breathtaking view this sunset cascading through these massive mountains that stretch far beyond your vision the two of you kind of standing there on this naturally forming veranda open but with enough cover to provide some protection from the stinging snow you are standing before a path that is open to the air and you see that probably about like 60 plus a feet ahead of you, the tunnel continues. Right, it um, goes back down. Exactly. So you're like, it's almost like a little opening deck here. A passage, yeah. Exactly. That literally is out on the top of this mountainside. Snow right. kind of swirling around you. Um, the wind buffeting you. Ersa looks out and goes, My people will someday scale these peaks as they did millennia ago. It's beautiful to see them every once in a while.
1: It's incredible. I've never been this close to this, kind of. How high up are we?
0: Oh. Well, uh, we use feet in Dwarven culture. Do you use feet or meters?
1: <laughs> I guess that's a world-building question for you, Noah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's up to you. We're making the executive decision here. Uh,
1: no, we do meters in Padawick,
0: Okay, I will convert. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I would say we are easily several thousand meters up wow. at this point. Uh, and you look down and you see that you can't even really see valleys below you. There's crags far as you can see. The wind is is like blowing at your red hair. Um, the snow stinging at your eyes as you just peer out. It is so beautiful, but it is undoubtedly terrifying as we had established that since you had not been near mountains for most of your life except in a distance it is a little bit scary being thousands of meters up but you look out and there is an awe and a wonder at the creation of these mountains you're not sure if it was some sort of calamity caused mountain or if this was formed from two tectonic plates crashing into each other but it is beautiful
1: while I'm taking in this incredible view, I will roll my portent rolls for the. Day.
0: Oh, good idea! I forgot about those. Never forget the portent.
1: <laughs> Interesting.
0: Okay, as you are uh, up there, the two of you looking out, Etta goes. We should probably we should probably get going. Yeah. We...
1: Yeah. She it just... was good to get a little fresh air.
0: Yeah. Um, she turns. Um, give me a perception check.
1: Oh wait, I forgot I add things to this. <laughs> oh, and is it based on sight?
0: It is based on sight.
1: Eighteen. Eighteen. Oh, it feels so good to add four to that now. <laughs> Ooh,
0: so good. You deserve it. We we are almost sixty episodes <laughs> in. You deserve to add things to your perception check. Um, you look out scanning these beautiful peaks, and you know that like clearly Arto was like, let's move on, because she didn't want to seem like she was dawdling necessarily, right. but you could tell that she is amazed by these peaks it is beautiful
1: we could just sit for a sec I mean when am I ever gonna see this again I'm sure it's old hat for you because you come through here all the time but
0: and for the first time you see a genuine response come from her no it really never gets old and as you're kind of shocked by this you look towards her and you see a little flicker of movement behind you guys up on the snowy mountainside
1: is that a goat?
0: goat um, and she turns um, and she looks and begins to squint into the snow as you're beginning to kind of look with her towards looking for this goat if it's a goat that's great I mean good food great milk I mean we don't have time to milk it but you know what I mean I might be
1: able to milk it real quick
0: oh wow you know I did not I forgot about your skills you have an innate ability <laughs> I can do a real about. quick milk a quick milk you can do a quick milk um and as is it a goat though <laughs> as you look back to see you suddenly see another like flicker boom something scurry and then another. And a few more. Should then, we go, Erta? it goes, Yeah. But we may be a little late for that. Um, <laughs> um, as you suddenly see we popping shouldn't have up. We should dawdled. Yes, I think, you know, my initial suggestion, I should have really went with it. Um, <laughs> and as you see, you suddenly see coding the snowy rock behind you 30 or so white scaled kobolds <laughs> nearly camouflaged in the icy conditions no. their draconic yellow eyes blink and look upon you with a strange malicious interest one of them carrying a staff with a few small skulls tied to the top dressed in ceremonial garb formed from scaled hides likely stripped and tanned to allow for them to be used as clothing stands amongst them a sick grin on his face he waves his arms to those on the flanks for them to begin to kind of move down and block off the tunnel behind you. Um, and the other side to begin to move towards the tunnel ahead of you uh, before looking down. A great dwarf and a half-breed waltz into the halls of the Dragon Lords, expecting to
1: pass without paying the toll. No, I'll I'll pay the toll. What is it? 10, ten gold? Dude, 12 it's
0: gold? It's not. I mean, I guess we could pay the toll, but it might be a little bit more. To...
1: 10. 10 gold is a mess. No. No. More gold. 20. More gold. 30? More gold. Uh,
0: 35. I, I, this is the issue that I usually run in with them is that it's really never enough. It's really like <laughs> you, <laughs> you give them five, they want 10, you know? And you see she fires back at them. Lizard Nemo, you bastard! We are not paying your damn toll. Anakra and Frigidich are impotent cowards hiding with their hordes. We'll be taking our leave with all of our things. Dankashen.
1: Hey, listen, listen, guys. I know things are hard up here. Why don't I just slip you a little... Thirty gold, and we'll be on our way. And I'm gonna try to charm person.
0: Okay. <laughs> I'm go. using a lot of
1: spells for the first time today. It's fun. Oh, <laughs> I've had these it. just sitting here waiting.
0: Okay. Um. So, uh, what does he roll? Um.
1: A 15 wisdom save. Okay.
0: Mm, I guess I'll use I'll use the Keegan die. Shout out to Keegan. Shut up. That is a fail. <laughs> um. He looks.
1: Thirty gold. That is so. That is I the mean, most that, money. That goes far up here. Oh It yes. stretches up here, right, yes, guys? Yes. Am I right? Listen, come on. Oh we don't want to have bloodshed up here. You guys have got better things to do. Bloodshed? I like bloodshed. Oh,
0: bloodshed is kind of fun.
1: It's a, let me handle this one. I got thirty gold. Uh, and. I will give. I will give this man thirty gold.
0: Okay, you reach into your coffer and pull out thirty gold.
1: Actually, can I uh, give him um, thirty copper pieces and see if um, he'll he'll maybe be a little uninformed? Oh my god!
0: You maybe like
1: maybe he doesn't know the colors that well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How do I roll this? I guess. Okay. Like, sleight of hand, can I
1: try and just, like, drop it and then in his hands and then just, like, fold his hand over it and be like, all right, man. Good doing business (laughs) with
0: you. Okay, here's what what we're going to do. Because I think that you're right on that the way to do it would be to see if you can properly, like, deceive him into thinking that this is exactly what he is getting. Yeah. Um, So... Give me a deception check, okay. and you can do so with advantage because he is charmed from your charmed person. Okay. Um, and once you do that, I will—that'll set the DC for the intelligence check that I'm okay. going to roll for him. Okay. <laughs> what hold a way to deception. go!
1: Fifteen for my
0: deception. Okay, believe it or not, kobolds are not geniuses, <laughs> uh, but this one is. He rolled a four hundred. No, okay. Um, <laughs> hold on one second. The thing is, I've been rolling, like, dog shit of late, uh, so the odds of me beating this are actually very slim. You said I need to be a 15? Yep. Okay, I need a 16 or higher, because uh, he has a minus he's one. he's a minus
1: one. That's fun.
0: That's a six.
1: All right, I give him 30 copper pieces. Ooh, yay!
0: Look at everyone, I have 30 gold! be proud. You got it. Ersa looks absolutely so impressed at this. Is <laughs> like not only did you like avoid violence here, but you did it through deceiving. You didn't end up losing any money, which I also love. <laughs> it's not my money, which I also love. Um, as you pass over this little, I'm gonna say it's like in a little bag. So little honestly, sack, he like yeah. looks in it. It's it's. Dark coins. enough out here, it's coins like coins, <laughs> coins, yes, gold, yes. Shake it around like
1: a Morocco fellow. It's yeah, great it doing around. business with yeah. you. All of them are like, yeah. Listen, be nice to Ersa when she comes back, okay? Don't oh, be a jerk, alright? Okay?
0: Well, I don't know. Dwarfs are
1: icky. There's icky another 30 c- gold where that comes from.
0: If I'm nice to dwarves, you'll give me thirty gold. Just
1: this one dwarf on the way back, I'm saying, when she comes back around on the return uh.
0: trip. Give me another persuasion check with advantage. <laughs> okay.
1: I'll give myself one of my port and rolls an 11 so that I have a 10.
0: Okay, a 10. Um, and are you going to give him this money now? Because you see that he is kind of putting his claw out for He's like, if you're going to pay me.
1: You misunderstand, sir. What? There's more copper where that came from on the return trip if you're not a D-bag to to Ertza. She will pay me?
0: And looks towards Ertza and Ertza goes and looks towards you. I will pay him?
1: Yeah. Yeah. This seems like the best option of all the potential options that could have happened. No.
0: You see, she's like gripping her (laughs) Armony bag, which you know both holds everything she owns and also her massive hammer. (laughs) Yeah. It would be a shame to spill so much blood. Over nothing. Yes, I will pay you 30 gold. Looks to you and you both wink at each other (laughs) for this. You rolled a 10. Yes. I'm going to say that that is going to act as his like the DC for an insight check. Okay. Okay. Because this is just persuading like he fully bought that you gave him that gold. Right. So you have bought passage. But, does he
1: have minus one to this too?
0: Um, to his w- wisdom, let's actually check. He probably, let's be honest, he probably does. But um, this is essentially, this will be the last roll for this. If he fails mm-hmm. here, he definitely is going to let you go. My wisdom is also minus one. D20. I missed my box. <sighs> 13 minus one is 12.
1: I will give him my other port and roll of 10 so that he gets a nine. Oh! Uh, I rolled a 10 and 11 for my important rolls. I was like, I could actually probably use these in a DC scenario. Well, and it really came right away.
0: (laughs) away. Um, He (laughs) looks down and you can tell there's like a future where you're like, Oh, he's realized that we are fucking with Uh him now and he's going to attack us. Mm -hmm. He goes, Perfect. That sounds
1: amazing. Yeah, I mean the scenario—you get double the gold, and you don't have to fight yes, or lose yes, any of your men. Yes,
0: yes. All right. it should be very happy, as will Akra, I'll be the favored one, and all the other ones are like favored one, favored one, favored one. Great.
1: Tell him I'm happy to contribute. Yes. Anyway, gentlemen.
0: Yes, of course. And what was your name? Bree. Bree. Love to meet you. Give me the saving check, but with advantage, of <laughs> okay. course. Still under charmed person. <laughs>
1: 16.
0: Bri, like the cheese.
1: It's short for Brianna.
0: Ah, like the cheese is also short for Brianna. Okay, well. I didn't
1: know that. It's very nice to meet you, Brianna. You too, Lizard
0: Nimoy. Thank you, Pale Dwarf. I'll see you on your return trip. Um, You see Ayrton looks and goes, yeah, I will see you on the return trip. All right, uh, let's go. <laughs> Just-
1: As we're walking, why I look at Ericsson and go, "Charm person's gonna end in like thirty seconds. You cannot come back this way,
0: <sighs>
1: unless you want to fight them."
0: <laughs> you know, it depends on how I'm feeling on the way back. Um, you two exit out of the snowy peaks, heading back into the cavern, successfully avoiding this insane encounter. <laughs> oh boy scroll 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 scroll, scroll. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if there's any other dms out there who use like ipads when they're using it but it is very clear when i have to um skip past, skip past something yeah when you're on your computer it's just like okay you're moving on to the next thing you like subtly scroll but when you're using an ipad you're like oh, whoosh, <laughs> fuck <laughs> this page like, <laughs> um you two head back into the tunnels. Heading through the Ouroboros Mountains, these ever-changing slopes within the rock, winding higher and then much deeper, deeper, deeper into the peaks. The two of you walk for quite a bit more, passing through various caverns, squeezing through cramped tunnels until Erza kind of looks around and goes, All right, well, this is not really a good outpost over here. We're going to have to just make camp. If we want to, we can stop here for the zenith?
1: Sure, yeah. I'm not even that, you know, that exhausted. So if we if we wanted to do shifts and someone watches or something, those guys back there kind of came with the heebie-jeebies.
0: Yeah, uh, the chromatics at the height of their power were near unstoppable. They crushed dwarven settlements without question. But after the maldiction, with so many dragonlords defeated, they became a bit more manageable. Until recently, they were mostly scattered raiding parties loyal to Anakra or Frigidich. And there's a bit of a toxic mentality that goes into being one of the members. Of course, I mean, and, you know, she you could tell that she's taking, like, she's trying to do a, um, I don't judge anyone, or, like, you know, it's possible that maybe some of them are nice, but the reality about at least that group up there is they're one of the raiding parties. They're just looking for blood and money. So it was a good idea to, if we weren't going to kill them, then to avoid them and pay them off.
1: Right. So, yes, we should keep shifts tonight in case someone comes down here looking for us.
0: Well, I s- here's the thing: we can do shifts. I fully support that. It is a very uh, intelligent, mature d- decision of yours. I will also say that n- the dome is indestructible. It cannot be broken into.
1: Okay. So if we want, uh, right? To but use just saying that, so if thirty kobolds could still surround it in the middle of the night, and then you know they can't get in the dome, but they're still outside the dome.
0: It's true. So okay. We can also position it so that it kind of looks just like a big boulder, you know, as you saw last that's night. I can make idea. it look like it is just regular stone and not like a weird dome. that people can like be like, "Oh, that wasn't here before, so great I think I think you're right. We can take watches, but if you want to do it inside the dome, it wouldn't be a bad idea. okay. She sets down and puts down the crystal bead and begins to cast once again, and in time it
1: that's a really cool crystal bead,
0: <laughs> ah, thanks, it is just um. One of the spells I picked up in my tutoring is one of the components you need. Do you know Leoman's Tiny hut?
1: No, I don't know that spell. It's amazing, though.
0: It's of huge help in a pinch, especially in travel. I mean, there are some areas down here that if we weren't inside of it, we would for sure be, like, boiled alive from the heat. So it is necessity. I can maybe teach you it.
1: Oh, I mean, I'll take a look if you got the schematics.
0: I'm sure I could write something up. Um, you see, she kind of takes that. I'm dis- a visual parchment. learner. Yeah, no, it, I, I myself, I have to, I have to do it with my hands to do it. So I, you know, every learning style is different. So if let me hold on, let me see if I can try to trace it out. And she goes while and sits
1: down. she is doing that, I'm gonna be like, really interesting, um, magical properties that crystals have.
0: Yeah, you know, I mean, it is pretty amazing about how this structure of them can be so conducive for certain magical um, abilities.
1: Yeah, and the the lights in here, all lit up by the crystals as well.
0: Yeah, she she stops writing and looks up towards the crystals and goes, "Yeah, it's my people have been utilizing their innate light spell ability to power so many things for ages. It's them they're, they're incredible."
1: Have you ever heard about a crystal having effects on a person? Like, such a powerful, magical object that it could alter not just the world around it, but the people around it?
0: I'll roll an intelligence check for her. That is a five. Well, you know, it's a big world out there. I, I suppose anything is possible.
1: Yeah. Anything is possible, artsa
0: I'm gonna roll an insight check <laughs> that is a 13 okay. plus her insight do you think you're are you trying to be deceptive in any way you don't have to no. roll a check here but if if someone were someone heard you say that that way how would you think it would come off i
1: think zola is kind of hoping that Erta will maybe like Buy a little bit into this conversation Zola's like testing the waters a little bit she's not trying to hide it she's trying to be like what would you think about if there was like a crazy magical object that could change your magic (laughs) have you ever heard of anything anything like that anything like that's weird
0: um (laughs) she um kind of thinks for a moment as you say that well I suppose something like that would be incredibly useful um in the right hands and certainly fairly expensive in anyone's hands it all depends,
1: yeah, just the some theory I read about in the library at uh, at the University of Aurelia. I was reading some interesting things about stones that exhibit magical properties, and your Leoman's tiny hut crystal kind of reminded me of that a little.
0: Oh yeah, this is much more basic, you know right um, right
1: It's just got a spell stored inside of it, but like what if there was something that could cast on its own. <sighs>
0: Well, I would say it would fetch quite a pretty penny at any sort of resale. Ah, uh, it would also probably be very useful for anybody, really. I mean, something that is obviously, as you know, and you know, she as she finishes casting the spell in the dome, kind of appears around you guys. She picks up the bead. Things like this can only really channel, you know. It's more like the structure is strong enough to hold what the words that have power and the movement that has power to create. But something that was self-sustaining would be incredibly useful. I mean, the light crystals, though they only really produce light, just having that ability to have perpetual light indoors has sustained Balderheim where other dwarven civilizations fell to all of the dragon lords many, many years ago.
1: What you said was just so interesting to me about um, that bead holds like the potential magic but the actual power has to come from inside the person. what is that do you think I mean I know we're getting into the theory and everything of it but
0: ah you know I mean I wasn't much for books but I will say is that there is something powerful in intention I think that that is a lot of what drives magical force or you know as you said for most this would just be a simple Practically a rhinestone that someone could bejewel on themselves, but in the hands of someone who knows how to use it, it is a key to unlock a spell. Interesting. <sighs> Indeed. You know, I again I'm not much of a theorist, but I would say that something like that it's well, there are here, tell of items that are so powerful so that they can create incredible powerful effects so i imagine something like that would be very useful or very dangerous
1: do you think that anacra might have something like that
0: give me an insight check
1: three
0: yeah i think that anacra would actually have something like that it would definitely be something he would at least seek you know he is a a hoarder of many, many items. Um, he tries to get pretty much every single. <laughs> he tries to get his hands, his claws on literally everything. So I wouldn't be sh- shocked if something like that exists. If he already has it, or if he seeks it, you know, he's taken quite a few incredibly powerful objects from my people in general. So it would like not what? shock me. You see, she kind of. It feels. It's almost like she's like, oh shit! I didn't mean to like say <laughs> that out there. Is complicated, of course. Lots of many things, you know. <sighs> One thing that comes to mind is uh, Bagheran's Fort, and you see her eyes just like look, for, like look very, very intense when she says that.
1: Is that a place?
0: No. Uh well, I mean, he has definitely taken many, many places from us, but he. It's a long story. Uh
1: great! I uh, love to hear story while I go
0: to bed. Is still in, f- 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 kind of hanging from the <laughs> hanging from the bottom, uh, from the top of the dome. Looks down at her. <sighs> okay.
1: I lay down and put my blanket up to my chin and look over at her. <sighs> you can continue. Oh
0: my God. It's, when you look like that, it's so hard to say no. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, during the maldiction I
1: close my eyes so that she'll feel more comfortable telling a story.
0: <laughs> she, as as you do that, uh, you can't see this, but our audience sees <laughs> um, that Erta does smile a little bit and puts a little bravado in her chest. During the Maldiction and the first Dragon Wars, there was a schism with the other dwarves. Some, La Durga and the other families, wanted to work with the dark forces to have power to defeat the dragons. Others... My family, and as a Seven, refused to engage in such evil work. The disagreement ended up becoming a bit more than that. So during that time, we were not only fighting the full force of the dragons, but also each other. Ah, But Ganonsfort was my ancestor's hammer when he was the leader of the dwarves, the one he wielded side by side with the other great families When they arrived on this plane, it was a gift to him from a deva of Moradin, our god, and it gave him great power, but it was lost. Taken, really, by Lagdurgar and his forces to defeat Anakra, and then lost to Anakra. My sweet, sweet great, 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 great grandpapa was accused of giving it to them for power, uh, a stake in their new court if they were to win the civil war and defeat the dragons. But that is Drake Basher nonsense. It is propaganda. They were jealous of him, jealous that he had been given the hammer. So he was set up, accused of being a traitor to Dwarvenkind. So during the malediction and during those wars, The hammer was lost as Ladurgar tried to launch an attack with some of his allies on the horde and was, of course, beaten back um, and had to hoard themselves into the Underdark. So, yeah, he's taking some big things. You know, he's taking, you know, dragons dragons suck. (laughs) She finishes her story by crossing (laughs) her arms angrily and kind of looking a bit, a little hurt.
1: Um, Zola is quiet for a minute and then goes, Your people's story reminds me kind of of my people's story in a lot of r- really weird like parallel ways
0: really i i don't know much about the orcish people or humankind for that matter you know of course i don't want to neglect either side of your family for sure. There, yeah i don't i don't it's, which I side s- are you speaking from
1: relate <laughs> <laughs> too hard to the human <laughs> side but you yeah. know my dad's human so right, right. i grew up around humans but um in my travels i've heard a lot of people's different perspectives on what happened between the empire and the first might which of course you know included my family right it seems like there's been a lot of false narratives created to discredit some powerful groups in history like your family was discredited with a a propaganda lie
0: exactly see i know you are smart one it's so easy for people in power to tell stories they want to tell. It's important that we, those who deserve the powers that they hold on to, have the chance to tell our stories.
1: It's, is there anyone who is there anyone who can or is willing to or could corroborate your story? I mean I'm sure that you've already done what you can to try and tell people that this was a setup and that this was a, you know, a hoax, but is there anyone you think on this earth who might have first-hand knowledge of that and could, uh, and, and could attest to that for you? So maybe your life was a little easier.
0: Aside from someone who is there, no. I think the only hope for me is.
1: So, like maybe Moradin.
0: Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, God could probably, you know, authenticate the story, but they're behind the, you know, the sacred seals. Yeah. It's odds odds of him stepping onto the plane and being like. Erza's actually pretty chill. It was very slim, I think
1: Have you asked?
0: No, but I'm not very good at religion, so i don't you know I don't know how to ask. Do you know how to ask? Do you know how to ask <laughs> 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 what what are you saying right now?
1: I think that dreams are really powerful. Maybe just think about it as you're going to sleep tonight and you know think how how do i how do I find someone who can who can share all the truth of this story with me. I don't know, worth a try. Yeah. Sometimes when I really need an answer, I'll just kind of mull it over in my brain before I go to sleep, and then sometimes my dreams will... Maybe it's not coming directly from, you know, Morton or whoever, right. but but sometimes the answer is within yourself.
0: Well said. I will try that. It certainly sounds easier than the other way I was going to do it.
1: You were going to try and break into an Acris horde and steal your hammer back? Yeah. You can't do that alone.
0: I certainly can't. She, there's a Sola's long sustained eyes are eye contact. Still,
1: no. Solas' eyes are still closed. She's just been talking to her, laying down. <laughs> like this a whole very time.
0: meditative, like eyes closed. Um, there's a long <laughs> beat of silence. You kind of like squeak your eye open to see that she looks. She's definitely like staring at you intently, and then looks off and goes, "Yeah, it would. It's a pipe dream, but that is, to me, the most logical and straightforward way would be to retrieve the hammer and proof." My family's honor. Has
1: anyone ever successfully stolen something back from Anakra, that you know of?
0: That I know of, no. But that's because it's very hard to find Anakra. Mm-hmm. But Zola, you know of someone who found and stole from Anakra. Yeah. <laughs> um, indeed, the crown was one of the many treasures of his hoard. Uh-huh. Um, but as you kind of probe that question, you know she kind of realizes that she has said so much mm-hmm. and has and realizes that. Even though your your eyes are like still closed, mm-hmm. um, she realizes like I'm from her experiences. This they're not here for my life story. They're not here for my goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I should just shut up now. So she goes, but yeah. Anyways, it's a pipe dream, or should I say a cave dream? Or you know whatever. Um, well,
1: yes. You know, sometimes pipe dreams come true.
0: I'll certainly think on it. Uh, And the two of you settle down for- I
1: will um, go out again and take a whiz (laughs) and cast Nistal's magic aura on the shard.
0: Totally makes sense. Actually, myself, I should have cast this after. After we peed. Because at the moment I cast it, I don't think I can leave. All right, I will pee in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So you you go out and you cast, you see the shard pops out and goes, hey!
1: Day hey. two, baby. How so, we doing? I talked a little bit to Ertza, uh-huh, uh-huh. and basically, whenever I mentioned something like you existing, she said three different times how much money you would come for. So, that's kind of my answer. <sighs>
0: I'm rich? No. What?
1: Well, I'm rich. So, yeah, you are rich.
0: We're rich. rich. Yeah. We're
1: rich. We're rich. We're rich,
0: rich, rich.
1: So, I'm worried she's going to try and sell you or, like, trade you for her hammer or something. (laughs) So, maybe... We just play it chill for another day, and I kind of, like, I work her over a little bit more. I just don't want for me to introduce you before it's too soon, and then she's like, wow, amazing, crystal, I'm going to sell for a lot. Instead of really getting to know you as a person thing, shard.
0: Are you afraid that she could take me from you?
1: I think anyone would have a hard time taking anything from me, but I'm certainly not going to find out. And I stick the shard back in. <laughs> uh,
0: give me a persuasion check again, just for the just for the convincing of Limburger. Okay. Limburger, yeah.
1: Seven.
0: Seven. The shard, as you push in, pushes out a little bit more and goes. Listen, if you think it's a good idea to keep me hidden, I'll respect your wishes. I just want to say. That if you are as strong as you say you are, it shouldn't even be a worry in your mind that she have that thought. And like, I mean, if she's like, oh, my God, this is the equivalent of like you're wearing like a diamond necklace and someone's like, wow, that looks really expensive. Are you afraid they're going to steal the diamond necklace off of you? Is I that going to stop you from wearing the diamond necklace? Not if I'm they're the diamond like, necklace in this scenario. Okay,
1: but yes, in this scenario, she went, wow, that diamond necklace would go for a lot. Wow, I mean, that would really get a lot of money. Wow, yeah, something like that diamond necklace would go for so much money. So it was a, not just like a just-a-once thing.
0: I, you know, <laughs> it's, I barely understand money as a concept. So for me, this is, I shouldn't have even used the diamond No, you
1: know, I just want to make sure you're safe. But I also want for you to get what you want. So, like I said... I want to keep working her over on it a little bit. I just think maybe tonight's not the night.
0: Right. But tomorrow. We'll see. That it is the night. We will see. We will see through the idea of making tomorrow happen.
1: I see that you are thinking that. I got to take a whiz
0: well i don't want to see i don't want to be indecent um (laughs) still in who you see has fluttered out with you is hanging from the slag tights and looks (laughs) looks down looks at you and is smiling but then you realize he's upside down so actually he's frowning
1: (laughs) i still think you're having fun time oh actually are you (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> what kind of noises do bats make? I feel like I'm, my go-to is vampire sounds. So it just looks at you and goes.
1: <sighs> I guess they use like echolocation. So can we hear it? Are <laughs> <laughs> they just like
0: <laughs> chittering? <laughs> yeah, you see, Zola <laughs> <Steelen laughs> opens his mouth, and there's just nothing coming out. But it's just, just <laughs> Zola's 18. Yeah. Zola can just barely hear this pitch because her her ears are still young enough <laughs> to hear these tones. And you just sense that's still in. Stilton in, in a lot of ways has you know, Stilton always is follows your command, mm-hmm. follows your lead, only just as expressing worry. And I think that in mm-hmm. this moment you sense that Stilton is like perhaps the most unsure Stilton has ever been, is knowing like you can't hold on to this shard forever. Because yeah. the the in a lot of ways this is the equivalent of having a toddler where it's like, I am responsible for you and I am responsible to make sure that you don't do shitty things out in the world. Mm-hmm. But also, if I have my hands clamped over you all the time.
1: It's going to be worse. It's
0: going to be. Yeah, it's going to be a whole other type of worse. Yeah. Um, So still and just kind of, you know, flutters down and kind of h- like huddles onto your little arm. I'm still
1: in, I'm just I'm afraid not that I think that Arts is a bad person, but I'm just afraid that she'd do a lot to prove a point. And she just met me.
0: Opens his mouth and another high-pitched whine comes you're out. She's
1: so quiet. I like when you're a cat and you can really kind of, you know, <laughs> speak to me.
0: Uh, you see, uh, <laughs> it just bat gesticulating a lot with the occasional <laughs> <sighs> tossed in every once in a while. Uh, You finish up taking a piss uh, (laughs) um, and head back into the dome. Uh, You see that inside, Ertza has pretty much already set herself up for bed, and with that, um, you guys can head to sleep.
1: I'll stay up and keep first watch.
0: Okay. Um, Danka. She nods and sets up in her little sleeping roll and goes back to bed. Zola, you spend the first few hours of this evening probably doing, you know, your dream journals and making sure you get all your homework done for quite some time, or just kind of scribbling there in the dim light of these crystals, uh, your eyes straining, your, your <laughs> glasses already on your nose, <laughs> you are like swiping your homework. And probably about, you know, again, we are kind of off the clock schedule-wise, but what you would surmise is probably about halfway through your watch, you hear the sound of little skittering
1: Hmm. one moment
0: <laughs> you look up from your work um, and look out and you see one of the white scaled kobolds not the one you had spoken to not lizard nimoy one of them has scampered out here and is like looking around very twitchily For it turns around kind of scanning the room i'm gonna roll an intelligence check for it hit okay um, i will
1: just stay quiet for now um but i think i will can you message a sleeping person
0: it awakes them immediately yes okay so you can't it's it's definitely a surefire way to communicate silently if that's right. what you're worried
1: about well i will uh message Ertza and say sorry to wake you up but there's a kobold outside just lay quiet for another minute maybe he'll walk by
0: She bolts up, albeit silently, (laughs) (laughs) She's immediately up and looking. I Um, kind
1: of put my hand up like, just wait.
0: Yeah, freeze. And she does indeed following your your move. She looks out and you guys both watch this kobold kind of look around. Sniffing, walks to one corner, scampers to another, turns to the dome, walks up to it. tapping on it confuse. it's it doesn't know what this is i rolled a 19 um on its intelligence check mm-hmm. uh i'm going to say that this kobold is never uh, <laughs> leeman's Tina hut is not like a common like yeah. everybody's <laughs> got Leoman's, so i think that this kobold doesn't know what this is but is definitely like given pause by it it's like tapping on it and like sniffing it, it puts its jaws on it <laughs> 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 takes a moment. seems to be studying it. Do you want to do anything?
1: Um, I guess I'll look at Erza and go, Do you think it's better to wait for it to walk away, or we get the jump on it? How quick can you take this thing down?
0: No problem. I do think that it doesn't know what this spell is. It definitely cannot get through. But it is definitely smart enough. And you see, it's like kind of like putting its eye to it. It almost looks like it's looking at you, but you know it can't see you. It's definitely smart enough to know to go get its friends if it needs to. So,
1: so let's not have a messenger leave here. Right. Ready when you are.
0: Let's do it. <laughs> um, she uh, pulls her hammer out of her bag.
1: I'm holding my sword.
0: The two of you
1: <laughs> face to face with this kobold, <laughs> just through the. the inside <laughs> <of it>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Looking through it, it's just picture. It's just this again. Kobolds. Are n- like, not every one of them, but this particular kobold cool is not like a good guy necessarily. Um, he seems
1: to be muttering a lot about like <laughs>
0: blood and money,
1: <laughs> dwarven
0: blood, dwarven money, get them <laughs> both, it'll be funny. Um, just humming a little nursery <laughs> rhyme to itself. Um, it also does look like just like as a visual, this creature is like three feet tall. So in that sense, it does look really adorable. So like <laughs> even though this creature is muttering about being like I want to kill and steal, it's adorable. Um, you're like you can't help but look down at it as it's just like <laughs> like touching the sun <laughs> and you're just like oh man, oh man, this is so difficult. It takes a moment, cocks its head. And then it looks like it's turning to move.
1: I'll signal to her to let the tiny hut down so we can maybe swing on him before he notices that it's down.
0: She looks at you and she goes, we don't even have to do that. We can swing through it if we want. That's insane. Let's do it. I really got it spell. It's a great spell. I'll finish writing it down the <laughs> other day. Um, and you guys can both make your swings.
1: Zola swinging awkwardly, like still not really convinced that she you're can like, swing You're sure?
0: This <laughs> <laughs> pulling this very long sword, you're like
1: If this dings my sword, I'm gonna be so pissed.
0: It's covered. It's covered in your fees. You paid for the insurance, right? <laughs> that was another 250 gold. Did I you pay for the I insurance? I
1: don't know if someone can really repair this one. <laughs> huh. Well, I got a nat one, but that's
0: an 11. It's an 11. Okay, it's his turn. <laughs> oh,
1: stop! No. A natural 20. Stop. So you. I just uh, swing. Back, I pull back my <laughs> weight at the last second because I just don't believe yeah, that the thing is doubly, see-through.
0: <laughs> you're like this. It's really funny because you go for it first. You're not really convinced. So as the sword passes through, you're kind of like. Oh! Fuck! I, I hesitated. And so the sword <laughs> essentially just like this kobold's looking at this rock, and a sword just th- th- right next to him goes, <laughs> 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 and then it really starts to bolt. As you see a hammer come swinging out, and it just boom launches this little steel kobold <laughs> soaring through the cavern, and then just pff, splattered on the wall. Thanks, I'm I missed. No, you know it's. <laughs> Full, full disclosure here, I know that killing just in general is not, not like easy or fun or nice, so it is okay that you hesitated. I would hesitate too, this creature- I
1: just hesitate because I don't want to ding up my sword on the rock. You did
0: not trust the dome, did you?
1: I just want you to have him cast a spell. I trust you. I know you're a great caster. Just, you know. Uh, listen, things I, go wrong with magic.
0: I understand. Yes, I believe it. Should me. we
1: clean this up so that if another cobalt comes through here, they don't see a dead cobalt and go running?
0: Okay, that's a good idea. I do. And this is not me shirking off the responsibility of cleaning it. You can't leave. I cannot leave this. All right,
1: I leave. <laughs> <laughs> And I just sweep up
0: uh, dead kobold. Uh, slowly sweeping up and, like, brushing down. <laughs> As you are doing that, this kobold did let out a screech. Okay. So just give me a stealth check. Okay.
1: Oh, well, and I forgot that I have advantage you now, have which advantage is great on because these. the first one was another nat one.
0: Oh, my God. Well, two nat ones in a row. Ooh. <laughs> hmm. uh, four? Four. Mm-hmm. You clean up... This kobold. <laughs> what a sentence! You, f- you 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 push its remains behind a set of like rocks, um, and as I'm gonna have to
1: clean my Crocs after this. You, to, yeah, um,
0: your your Crocs are blood stained uh, with this like black um, ice flecked blood.
1: My Crocs are always blood stained, but That's I bleach true. them every night with
0: <laughs> a toothbrush. That's also part of the. I didn't really realize it, but I was a little bit of a sneaker head, you know. <laughs> Calling
1: maintaining your crocs <laughs> being a sneakerhead is insane.
0: I think that if we have any sneakerhead fans, they just quit listening to the podcast out of insult. As you're cleaning up, you get a message from Erza. Don't move.
1: I don't move. <laughs>
0: Why? Well, well, well if it isn't the 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 nice half orc I met earlier. And you turn and you see coming in from this this sort of cavern is Lizard Nimoy and his gaggle of white kobolds, 29 of them, uh, if we're being, <laughs> if we're counting. Where did our friend Jeff go?
1: I thought we had a deal. Yes, I'm just passing through. I'm being serious. I, I, we had a deal. Yes. All right. We'll pass on. Yes, oh, have you
0: seen my friend Jeff? No, I don't
1: know who fucking Jeff is. He's a
0: small kobold. We
1: sent him ahead to scout to make sure no one was waiting for us. Well, we were sleeping, so he probably passed through and probably went ahead. passed through. Uh...
0: Give me a deception check. <laughs> okay. You do not have advantage yep. anymore. A <laughs> nat one. Are you serious?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Probably passing through, I look down at my Crocs.
0: <laughs> Your eyes go down to the Crocs and you see them. Covered in blood. There's a little kobold eyeball right next to you. A little scale. <laughs> you just like, like kick it away. He goes. Oh my god! You killed Jeff!
1: <laughs> can I can I cast charm person?
0: I think they were the gonna have to economy? go into roll right, initiative. All right, all right, all right, yeah, okay, let's okay. roll initiative. <laughs>
1: Erta, should we get our 30 copper back?
0: I'm not going to operate at a net loss for this one. And 30 <laughs> copper definitely cuts into profit margins.
1: I rolled a five for my initiative. I just want to say that I have rolled a one, a one, a four, a one, and a five. So
0: It's actually insanity. No offense,
1: Keegan, but get it together.
0: <laughs> Keegan, if you're still listening at this point, we apologize for ever dragging you for the, the month. Um, Okay. Up first is actually going to be Erza, which fully makes sense if you think about it. Um, bolting out from the <laughs> side where this like fucking dome is being positioned, um, she runs out screaming. She is going to go into a rage, cool. um, which means that she rolls a D8 you see that her body, like as she rushes forward to swing her hammer, it almost like vibrates with energy as if there's like another force behind it. And as she swings, it's like the hammer itself burns through the air. Um, And she's going to just take two swings on the two nearest kobolds. Uh, And I will also tell you uh, slash remind our audience that we do indeed have cleave rules. Mm. Um, So uh, first attack for her that is going to hit That is a natural one, plus her bonus. That is not going to hit. Oh my God, literally so hard not to hit these guys. Um, But she does hit on the first one. Ooh, 15 damage. You watch as she leaps out, screaming, you're never walking away with this money, Um, and (laughs) swings forward, and you watch as her hammer, poof, three kobolds splattered against oh, the walls. Uh, she deals 15 damage, killing three of them instantly. Um, they are now down to a total of 26. 26.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ert, so that was like
0: 10%. Working our way through. That is going to be the kobold sorcerer. You see Lizard Nemo raises up his hands. You shall pay for your treachery against the dragon lords. He is going to cast... Freezing Ray, which is a version of Scorching Ray. He takes a shot on you.
1: Understandable. And a
0: shot on Erza. Dirty 20 to hit you. Uh, shield. Shield, you f- throw up a barrier as this <laughs> torrent of icy, icy freezing energy blasts and, like, crackles against like solidifying on your shield before dropping and shattering to the ground. Man,
1: we could have just done our business and been called a quits there. But you killed Jeffrey! Jeffrey was tapping around.
0: Oh, oh, Jeffrey never tapped. How dare you? Um, that, that is his first attack. Jeffrey it's, woke uh, me up. But <laughs> well, I don't care about your sleeping schedule. That's not my problem. <laughs> That's, it's your responsibility to get eight hours. <laughs> um, it, <laughs> unfortunately, he does hit Ersa. Uh, oh, and he gets another shot too. So he'll do another shot at you. Okay. That also that hits. know no, that misses. That misses. <laughs> natural one. that oh, misses. Good. <laughs> um. My shield um,
1: will cover
0: that. Yeah. <laughs> the last one just doesn't even get to you. By the time it hits you, it's just like a snowball. It just, <laughs> just like pops again into dust. We're too busy arguing. <laughs> he's just like, no, nah, he's not even really like attacking you. He's like mostly focusing <laughs> on Ertz, but screaming Stop at you. Stop
1: pointing your finger at me. Don't like you point it. your finger point, at point, me. Point, 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 point. I've been watching a lot of Beverly Hills. They <laughs> love to say, don't you point say, your finger you point at, your at me. Finger <laughs> at me.
0: <laughs> hey, listen, those, that's a fighting move. Don't point your finger <laughs> at anyone. Um, um, He does hit Ertz for only six damage um as that frost kind of crackles around her she just looks angrier for some reason (laughs) for some reason she just gets madder weirdly (laughs) As this icy Ooh. blast hits him, you see, like, again, positioning-wise, you're directly ahead of him, like, probably 30 feet away. Mm-hmm. To his right, about 15 feet, kind of nestled amongst the other kobolds, is Erza swinging at them and splattering them as he casts from his right hand, not looking at her. He casts <laughs> that spell, and as Ertza like, finishes her swing, gets struck by it, she, like, snarls and turns toward him, and there is a, like, almost tendril of arcane energy that backhands him as he's not looking. He's like, <laughs> what the fuck?! <laughs> <laughs> uh he takes so <laughs> she takes six full damage um as her um her magical rage kind of defends her in a way Whoa. um that is going to be um now that was his turn
1: sick tentacle arts.
0: it is now the kobold's turn dunka i don't I, I mean of course my t- tentacle power uh, <laughs> um it is going to be now all the kobold's turns Okay, Um, your AC is currently 20. Cause 21. 21, okay, cool. 13 go on you and 13 on Erdsa. Okay, all... I also
1: I take no damage from magic missile if they're using that.
0: Oh, they all, you see a few of them <laughs> shake their hands.
1: She has shield up, don't use magic <laughs> missile.
0: <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> I can't
1: wait for that to someday oh, be useful.
0: It is so satisfying when you're like, <laughs> Nothing. That no, does nothing. Absolutely to me. nothing. Um, Okay, so first thirteen are all going to go on. I'll just do Ertz's attack first. They okay. all roll with advantage because they have pack tactics. So Ertz's AC is fifteen. Oh, they rolled like shit. Someone rolled two nat twenties. So they, but only one two, two nat twenty. So we've got one hit, one crit, it's another hit, miss, hit, 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 hit.
1: <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Remember when I said they rolled like shit? I forgot yeah, it was advantage, with advantage, so I was looking at all of the threes and twos. Uh, still, still a lot of twenties in there. Miss.
0: <laughs> uh, hit and then a miss. So, okay, half of them hit on her. That makes statistical Great. sense. <laughs> so, as you suddenly watch this, as she splatters three, 13 kobolds, these white, scaly little dragon folk. <laughs> leap and like immediately ball around her almost like bees when they try and swarm around an enemy insect to like overheat them they're just like swarming all over her scratching and biting her 34 damage half because she is raging Freaking. so she 17. takes 17. Um
1: Not too bad for getting hit by like <laughs> 50 people.
0: <laughs> if if Noah was swarmed by 13 little dragon people, Noah would be dead. <laughs> so Erza is just like like roaring in <laughs> anger as these these little beasties swarm around her. Um the other ones begin to swarm around you. Four hits on you. Okay, not too bad, not too bad.
1: I'm mostly they're ju- they're like jumping up on me, and I'm mostly just throwing them <laughs> off with my
0: elbows. Yeah, just big but elbows. a couple are
1: really biting me around the knees. <laughs> Ow, oh,
0: stop that! So just like nibbling at your little calves and stuff like that. Um, you only some take-
1: flutter in their eyes and blind them.
0: <laughs> um, just again into their faces, uh, you take 18 damage. Okay. That is their turn. It is now your turn, Zola. You are surrounded by these kobolds that rush into the space. Okay,
1: so I'm standing. Oh, there's a bunch of kobolds surrounding me. How close is Lizard Nimoy and how close is Erza with all the kobolds surrounding her?
0: Erza is 15 to 20 feet away from you. Okay. And Lizard Nimoy is actually closest to her, but kind of positioned okay. himself so that he entered past her. So he's between you and her and the kobolds around her.
1: I'm feeling all these kobolds swarming me and trying to climb up on me. Uh, so i's gonna go. Oh, hold on, Erta. <laughs> point out our point out our exit for me, and I'll cast a uh, thunder wave to try and knock them off of me.
0: Oh boy. Um, okay, so 13 are on you. Um, they do not get advantage on this. You said 13 was the save.
1: 15. 15. 15 is my fail, save right now.
0: Fail. Save. Three of the thirteen succeed.
1: Okay. So the ones who fail get pushed ten feet away from me, and take ten damage.
0: You put out this blast of thunderous energy, and it is almost like, I mean, we've seen it in anime, we've seen it in Avengers movie. It's like you slam your fist on the ground, and there's a blast of force as all of them (laughs) are like, like blasted back. Um, the you... three
1: who saved don't the three who saved managed to cling onto my legs and <laughs> just take five damage. They just like
0: their skin <laughs> flaps as like the air like blushes by come everybody. on get <gasps> off of me um all 10 of the ones who failed are <laughs> splattered <laughs> on the rocks around you fully dead um, and
1: i will do my second wind as a bonus action to get back the uh, some of the hit points that i
0: lost uh, and I'll tell you right now, these last few kobolds are on death's door. It's three that are surrounding, surrounding you.
1: I pretty much get back up to full.
0: You are looking good. These kobolds <laughs> are looking bad. Um,
1: <laughs> this is looking bad for you guys. just want to say. Oh, yes, I thought the numbers would help us, but perhaps it was a little bit of an overestimate of our power. We're OP. Get used to it.
0: Uh, so am I. <laughs> Minions fight. Someone go tell me what's going on here. I shall defend you. <laughs> um, You see uh, on his turn, he is going to, again, cast Scorching Ray. He's going to focus fire on you. That's a 22. Oh, damn. That's a dirty 20. And that is a 16.
1: I will shield so that the 20 and 16 don't do me.
0: Okay. You are only going to take uh 11 damage as he's just like ah! like screaming this icy frost blast just all like splattering against your your shield
1: ow. It's, ne- ow but still net positive for me at this really,
0: one it's at, ba- at worst at worst <laughs> it is like getting hit in the face with a big snowball that you're like oh that had some ice in it asshole why like um, ah
1: that one hit my eye <laughs> ah yes we're winning again <laughs>
0: Um, That is going to be uh, his turn. I have and like
1: 10 of your guys' hit points.
0: <laughs> Literally, you might have all of their hit points collectively, <laughs> if not more. They signal to the others, and you see that on the last turn of the remaining kobolds, you see that enough to keep Ertza from taking opportunity attacks on them, kind of hold position, basically like... Out of the 10 or so near Erza that are still left, you see that like five of them swarm her while the other five scramble down another tunnel, um, running away, taking a full disengage. And then the other ones are just gonna use their attacks. The last three that survived, oh, that's a miss on that one. It's a miss. Don't worry, lizard, we will not leave you in your time of need. Three little dragon warriors just scratching at your armor and doing absolutely nothing. Uh, that is their turn. The rest are going to attack Erza. Only three hits on Erza. 13 damage halved. She goes, this is nothing. I can't believe we ever lose to you. Um, and, you lost to these guys? Uh, we'll talk about this more later. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Um, as she barrels through another, um, just letting them all scratch onto her. This is going to be. Um, I think I skipped her turn, so I will let her have her turn.
1: Alright, so should we just get going?
0: Screaming in her rage. Um, as <laughs> as those who.
1: Well, I look at Still, <laughs> and she doesn't seem like she can really walk away from this one.
0: Um, you also see that, like, in her rage, those who had attacked her this turn, more of those, like, arcane tentacles, like, slap out, and you see several of these kobolds are severely injured just by attacking her um, as she wields her um, hammer and then just splat, splat um, as kills two immediately as well. She I'm goes, this
1: is amazing. I love this. Me too. Let's get out of here. I, Fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't do anything with Stilton on my turn. Mm-hmm. Could I send him to go flap in the faces of the kobolds who are running away and just try and maybe like disorient
0: their movement a little bit? I think that you could send still and to tail them a little bit if you would like okay um because with a full disengage they kind of negate a like a an attack of sorts yeah yeah. yeah. i but just want him to definitely... flap in
1: their faces like oh, when can, you're like yeah. trying to walk through you know a tunnel and then a bunch of bats come down and just go in your face you're like ah ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, no uh, <laughs> it's a swarm of bats
0: listen they're using bats at us now elements it's insane um <laughs> hold strong brothers as lizard screams out in the tunnels <laughs> he wants to escape with your life um it is now <laughs> give him hell still in it is now actually going to be because they all essentially made their turns it is now your turn
1: okay ignoring the kobolds that are clinging to my legs if i get opportunity tax from them so be it i'm going to run for lizard nimoy and try and swing on him twice
0: what are you doing no don't hit them first <laughs> um they are gonna take opportunity attacks okay. two of them hit significantly enough to pass your shield one of them gets a nat 20 the other one just um rolls an 18 plus four okay um so the nat 20 my shield's
1: down anyway now
0: six damage on the first
1: twenty. That,
0: that was the nat 20 <laughs> um and then an additional three damage on the second so total nine damage as you push them out of the way and they're just Wah! Ow, <laughs> that's
1: smart, guys.
0: <laughs> no, don't do this.
1: Uh twenty-eight and uh twenty-three. Uh no <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that fully ends. Twenty-five damage total. Twelve on the first attack, thirteen on the second attack. For Lizard Nimoy.
0: You <laughs> He he goes, You
1: never escape.
0: You should have taken the copper. And is fully cut in twain as your blade sinks through.
1: <laughs> and he just goes, I take the bag out of his pocket. Ow! And then he just splits in half. As he's splitting in half, I'm reaching into his pocket. Give me
0: that! <laughs> Pull out the the small bag of 30 copper <laughs> um, as he falls to the ground. That was your turn. These last yeah. kobolds.
1: Scatter kids.
0: They look at you and go for frigidage! Um, and are gonna keep attacking Ertzak. Alright going to
1: hit. Does she look like she's really hurt?
0: No, she looks uh,
1: fine. Cool.
0: Okay, only one of them's going to hit.
1: Really an organized effort here, guys. Ah, we're winning!
0: <laughs> uh, three damage half to
1: two, one. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes... <laughs> Are you okay? You look like you just got a paper cut there.
0: Oh, yeah. I think I'm going to die. Um, Did you uh, prick your finger? And She takes her hammer, raises it high, and with two final blows, she whack whack and clears the last few in front of her with the with the cleave damage you guys are out of combat and surrounded by f- just like kind of frosty icy scaled kobolds that are just like
1: well sorry to interrupt your sleep if you want to get a couple more z's you know i'll stay up
0: no yeah i mean I, maybe we should move on a little bit find a different place to camp sure here's the thing. When I say raiding parties, this was maybe like the, the Z team, you know what I mean? They're usually headed by a dragonborn or someone of a higher rank. Yeah, I
1: mean, I wasn't thinking that these guys were, like, anacros. Like, Lizard Nimoy didn't really strike me as, like, the number one general of the Dragonlord army. It's
0: very insightful. Some would be frightened by him, for he is for definitely formidable uh, looks towards the two half-pieces. <laughs> but you're right, yes. Uh, the thing is, kobolds, in a lot of ways, like to use themselves as markers. They have died here as a way of signaling where we are.
1: What a horrible evolutionary trait.
0: You know, for those who are sticking with <laughs> an actress team, I do not see the appeal of of this lifestyle. I feel like a kobold could just not do this. But well,
1: I mean, you're so, pardon my words, but you're so zealous about your hammer that you'd walk right into a dragon's horde. That seems like it could certainly mean your death. <laughs>
0: That is entirely different. First okay. of all, that is a matter of honor. This is a matter oh, of yeah, 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 greed. No.
1: Youth, okay. You don't think that they maybe find honor in how wealthy and powerful they are?
0: I, You know, I'm sure they find some honor in serving someone of that wealth and power, as, you know, I, I would hope that any subjects I would someday have would. Uh, you see, she definitely kind of is, like, surveying this gory scene. It was like... <laughs> I mean, I mean, they
1: didn't seem like great guys. I'm not saying no, I regret slicing that guy in half, but... Right, it's... it's I thing Weird agree. things matter to all different kinds of people.
0: I see what you're saying. I can see how... You could find honor really anywhere in what I'm gathering here.
1: Well, this was a fun night of camping, but maybe we should move on.
0: <sighs> yeah, why don't we hit the road for now and we can kind of see... <laughs> See where we're at tomorrow morning.
1: I also kind of realized when you were sleeping that I just, I have a spell that I could just cast on the thing. And if someone tried to enter it, we would just get a little alarm in our heads while we're sleeping. So we actually don't really have to take shifts anymore.
0: Okay. Well, you know, next time, next time we sleep, we're going to be here for at least, uh, again, looks at her imaginary watch. Almost a week plus travel. So we have plenty of time to get in more of the swing of it. Great. This was kind of a test run, you know? We got to sample Fun. the the kind of things. You got to see the, Remember the sunsets. That was beautiful. That was gorgeous. And the and when you got out of the first fight, I mean, wow. That's, I'm very impressed. Which tunnel is it? It's that one over there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, gestures ahead, the two of you. Turn and begin to walk on your way, heading deeper and deeper into the Ouroboros Mountains. And that is where we're going to end our session today.
1: You know, sometimes road trips start out rough.
0: They do sometimes start out <laughs> a little rough. But you know what? Nothing like a little a little bump in the road to kind of, I don't know, is there a phrase there? Alert you forward, maybe? <laughs>
1: we probably just got to, like, get better music and snacks going on.
0: Yeah, you know, the it, the issue I see here is there's not nearly enough, like banter and like games that you're playing you know you're not doing like like i spy while walking through. i saw a red rock (laughs) like i spy a glowing rock you see it's one of the light crystals yeah um well thank you so much for listening to this episode of try not to die a special thank you of course to our eldritch patrons if you would like to become an eldritch patron go to patreon.com slash try not to die pod it's a new year, baby. What a what a, a new resolution for yourself! Join our Patreon.
1: <laughs> Join our Patreon. We're gonna be working on it this year. Uh yeah. After the first year of Patreon, we're so grateful for you know all of the all of the funds that we've managed to accumulate that go right back into us getting better mics and mm-hmm. XLR cords and stuff. So if you want to contribute to the quality of the podcast and even more bonus material, um, you know where to find it.
0: You know where to find it. And you know again, I. The the patrons are the ones who get to know all of the juicy deets about what's coming out, but I will tell you, the listeners, that there are lots of, not only full content episodes that are up there and going to be up there, but there's also, you know, live streams, there's also potentially some sort of... Gift that you can find for yourself if you join a certain <laughs> tier. Who knows?
1: Who knows? <laughs> Who
0: knows? Who knows? Well, listen, we know. So please sign up. Um, and do you have any other plugs? Any on the socials or anything? That's it,
1: baby. Find us. Try not to die. Pod anywhere.
0: Literally anywhere. Come I hang might, out on Twitter. I might be getting a Twitter again, so we'll see. In, <laughs> my my New Year's resolution is <laughs> wow. to join it non-toxically. If
1: I could finally start adding you. <laughs> i just <laughs> constantly like, Noah. A, uh, it is Sounds like of, you're my emerg- imaginary friend. It is
0: kind of, I feel kind of cowardly because, uh, you know, you have to field all of the, any of the emotion from the fans. It, I feel like I should kind of oh, get yeah, out Oh yeah, they're
1: in, the, they're hating every day in my mentions. So, just lots notifications of, <laughs> all day. Really, really spiteful DMs.
0: On no if you're fucking reading this and i'm like at least anything bad from the twitter today and it's like no, no, no actually
1: the <laughs> only thing we got from the twitter today was um someone sending me um a tiktok of someone making high-heeled crocs and saying zola could wear these to prom so (gasps) oh my god our friend alana sent
0: that to us oh man i can't wait to be looped in on that i also (laughs) want to give a shout out to uh morgan who this morgan you're gonna hear this like months in the future which will be crazy (laughs) for you but morgan has been catching up and is uh, like sending me messages freaking out whenever something crazy happens so if you're one of the you know if you're getting a friend into it and I get on Twitter, you can just tell them to oh at God, me. we
1: love it. I love when, like, once every month or something, I get a tweet that's like, no, Quince. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, welcome to episode
0: 26. <laughs> Literally one of the voice messages I got from <laughs> Morgan was like, they killed Quince? <laughs> I was <laughs> like, yeah, they did. So join on in on so the fun. join on in. Um, thank you so much once again for listening. Until next time, try not to die. All hail our eldritch patrons, especially Anita, Ashley, Becca B, Colleen, Eclair, Elana, Emily, Jacob, James, Kate, Leo, May, Morgan, Nat, Nicola, Page, Roni, Sahara, and of course, our producer, Paddy, Patrick Braunstetter, and producer, Daddies, Becca Mount, and Rose Evelyn Campbell. We thank you for these podcasting powers and promise to raise hell in your names. Till next time, try not to die. Mm, 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 mm,